If you're in a battle today, don't blame God for what you're going through. God's will for your life is a life of purpose, of healing and freedom. You know, while we live on earth awaiting our eternal home in heaven, we're in the war zone against the enemy whose only purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. You are fighting the good fight to take back the ground that the enemy has stolen from you. This is Bible teacher and author Carol McLeod, and I'm honored that you've joined me on the Charisma Podcast Network for A Jolt of Joy. What if God has allowed you to face an enemy, to be in a battle in order to teach you the power of prayer? Well, that's what we're learning from studying the story of King Jehoshaphat in 2 Chronicles chapter 20. Last time we left King Jehoshaphat praying one of the greatest prayers in the Old Testament. You can find it in 2 Chronicles chapter 20, starting with verse 6. Let's review for a minute. Let me read you the first part of this prayer. And King Jehoshaphat said, O Lord, the God of our fathers, are you not God in the heavens? Are you not ruler over all the kingdoms of the nation? Power and might are in your hand so that no one can stand against you. King Jehoshaphat begins his prayer, not by panicking, not by whining, not by worrying, but by declaring who God is and by declaring the immensity of his power. I love it that King Jehoshaphat says, no one can stand against you. King Jehoshaphat was saying, as mighty as these enemy troops look, they are microscopic compared to the Lord that I serve. And then verse seven, did you not, O our God, drive out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and give it to the descendants of Abraham, your friend forever? What King Jehoshaphat is doing in this verse is that he's reminding God what God has done in the past. Now, It's true. We don't really need to remind God who he is or what he's done, but we need to remind ourselves who God is and what he's done. And when we declare it out of our mouths, when we say it out loud, all the enemy forces, all the powers and the principalities of the air hear what we believe and how we're going to fight this battle. Verse eight and nine. They have lived in it and have built you a sanctuary there for your name, saying, Should evil come upon us, the sword or judgment or pestilence or famine, we will stand before this house and before you, for your name is in this house, and cry to you in our distress, and you will hear and deliver it." King Jehoshaphat saying, God, nothing is too difficult for you. And regardless of what my circumstances look like, I'm staying in your house. I will stand in this place and keep my eyes on you. King Jehoshaphat is saying, God, no matter what battle I face, you are my 
only answer. I hope, my friends, that no matter what battle you have found yourself in today, you will memorize this prayer that King Jehoshaphat prayed so many years ago. I pray that this prayer will take deep root in your heart and that no longer will you find yourself in a fetal position in life, worried about what's going to happen next, but you will take your stand with King Jehoshaphat and trust that we serve a God who is well able to defeat any enemy that we are facing. Well, finally, in 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verses 10 through 12, King Jehoshaphat begins at last to talk about the enemy that he's facing. Let's read these verses together. Now behold, the sons of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, whom you did not let Israel invade when they came out of the land of Egypt, they turned aside from them and did not destroy them. See how they are rewarding us by coming to drive us out from your possession, which you have given to us as an inheritance. O our God, will you not judge them? For we are powerless before this great multitude who are coming against us, nor do we know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Now, let me tell you the specifics of these verses so you understand what King Jehoshaphat is talking about. Jehoshaphat is reminding God that when God instructed the Israelites not to invade these particular enemies, they obeyed God. And then Jehoshaphat says, and see how they are repaying us for not destroying them. Even though we didn't destroy them, God, they're coming against us, hoping to destroy us. Now, the important takeaway that I always note when I read this prayer in the Bible is that Jehoshaphat does not blame God for the fact that he's in a battle. Jehoshaphat blames his enemies. He says, see how they repay us for not destroying them. This is a secret for doing life well in a battle. When you're facing a battle, don't blame God, blame your enemies. This is part of praying a strategic battle prayer is that we never blame God for the mess that we're in, but we give credit where credit is due. We blame our enemy. You know, I hear so many women say, well, cancer was just God's will for my life. What? Are you kidding me? What do you think that God has cancer in heaven that he's waiting to throw on your life? The least little time you get out of step? No, no. Cancer is not God's will for your life. Health and healing is God's will for your life. I hear so many people say, well, I just don't understand God. I don't know why God caused this. No, God did not cause it. Blame the enemy for the battle that you find yourself in. My friends, we live in a war zone. Life will be perfect someday, and that's called heaven. But until then, we are on planet earth, and we're fighting the good fight with our faith. Until the day that we go to heaven, we're in the war zone and we're taking back the territory that the enemy has taken from the people of God.
I want to remind you what King Jehoshaphat said in 2 Chronicles 20 to 12. He said, God, regardless of what we're going through, regardless of the enemies that we face, regardless of how our enemies treat us, our eyes are on you. This is such an important battle strategy, my friends. Listen, often when we're in a battle, we allow our gaze to be paralyzed on our enemy. It's all we talk about. It's all we think about. It's all we meditate on. We tweet about it. We put it on Facebook. We send out emails. And listen, I want you to learn a lesson from King Jehoshaphat today. Fix your gaze on King Jesus and keep it there. Don't spend all your time looking and talking about your enemy. Do not be distracted by the enemy who has you engaged in battle today. But while you're in the battle, keep your eyes on King Jesus. One of the biggest tests that you will encounter in a battle is this one. What direction are you looking? Who has captured your attention? The Lord or your enemy? I've heard a great saying, and I think about it so often. Quit telling God how big your enemy is and start telling your enemy how big your God is. Second Chronicles chapter 20 Verse 13, and all Judah was standing before the Lord with their infants, their wives, and their children. Oh my, how I love this detail in the Word of God. It sets my heart to racing when I read this particular detail that the Holy Spirit put in the Bible for us. The Holy Spirit is painting a picture for us of what Judah, the country of Judah, was doing at this moment in time. They heard the enemy forces coming toward them, and there in the house of the Lord, they have fasted, they have prayed, they have turned their attention to seek the Lord. They have stayed in the house of God. And now they're waiting with breathless anticipation, wondering what will happen next. This verse, 2 Chronicles 20, 13 tells us that they were there with their infants, their wives, and their children. Mamas were holding babies, wondering, will this be the last time that I nurse my baby? Young couples were standing hand in hand, wondering, Will we ever get married? Will we ever be able to have a family? The elderly were standing there with their wrinkled cheeks, yet crying out to God. Pregnant women were wondering, will I give birth to this baby? Fathers were wondering, will my daughters be raped? Will our homes be burned and pillaged? Will they all be slaughtered? And yet they stood in the house of the Lord. What if the reason God has allowed an enemy to come toward you today is so that you would realize the importance and the strength of staying in the house of the Lord? Thank you for joining me today on A Jolt of Joy. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I'd like to encourage you to visit my website at www.justjoyministries.com. It is my passion 
to help people live an abundant life through the power and principles found only in the Word of God. You can contact me at carol at justjoyministries.com. And as always, know that I am praying for you today.